0: Good morning, good morning, good morning to all. Um, Welcome to Availing Ministries Ignite Prayer Call. Um, We are here every Monday morning at 6 a.m., and we are here this morning excited and in expectation um, with what God is about to do. I am Prophetess LaTarsha Pratt, and I'm your humble servant leader of this Um, great work. Um, Once again, welcome to all of you who have joined us um, this morning, who have pressed your way for this prayer call and this amazing, powerful, um, excited prayer focus this morning. Um, I'm really excited about this one because I know this one is for me um, specifically, and um, those of you who have joined us, when you hear what the Lord has to say, um, I encourage you also to take hold of faith and apply it to what's going on with you. Um, once again, um, this is Ignite Prayer Call. We're here every morning morning um, at 6 a.m. Um, to give you um, encouraging words for your, not just your day but for your week. Um, so we thank God for what he's doing with Ignite. And even to those who will be joining us um, via the replay, Um, God is doing some amazing things. He's moving in our lives, and I'm excited about the testimonies that I keep um, receiving. So continue to keep Ignite in prayer um, as we move forward in the things of God. So this morning's prayer call focus is due season. Um, It's entitled Due Season. And... And um, like I said, I'm very excited, uh, and I'm taking this one personally, specifically um, for me, um, and I encourage you to do the same. So let's get right into it. Um, we have a couple of scriptures that we're going to hit very quickly before we pray, but I want to speak some encouraging words into your ear, um, like I said, so that you can go about your day with an expectation and even your week. Um, with an expectation of what God is about to do. All right, let's start with the first verse of Scripture is um, Galatians 6. Um, I will be reading the 7th through the 10th verses in the Amplified Version. So um, verse 7 says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt, nor allow his precepts to be scornfully set aside. Once again, this is the Amplified Version. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he will reap. For the one who sows through his flesh, his sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful disgraceful impulses will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life ninth verse let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good for at the proper time we will reap or in due season as the king james uh, refers to it If we do not give in temper, so then while we as individual believers have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, not only being helpful, but also doing that which promotes their spiritual well-being and especially to be a blessing to those of the household of faith which are born again believers once again um in the king james is do not grow weary and well-doing but in due season you shall reap if you faint not now um, again this is a, a a very familiar scripture that's often quoted sometimes out of context and normally um this particular verse of scripture is quoted when we mad at somebody you know we go you're going to reap what you sow a kind of situation which is true um but this morning we want to speak concerning um your due season and reaping unto the spirit like the the other part of the clause that we skipped over um when the believer is reaping unto the spirit um which is directly connected to our due season So, once again, um, the the verse of scripture comes on the heels of the be not deceived, what I call the be not deceived clause, because we know that one very well. But this particular um, topic, focus, is prophetic in nature, especially and so appropriate. Here we are in the new year, um, going into a new month, the second month. of this double portion remember 2024 and i'm going to keep saying that is the double portion this is this is um the season of the law and the order of god which means that everything that's going on um, all of this shipping that is taking place is um is what uh being required not only of us, what's connected to us, who's connected to us. Our situation, circumstances, storms, everything um, that God is requiring, everything to line up with his word, to line, to come into alignment with his um, order, with his plan, with his intent. So if you came into the new year with shifts and things like that, that is what is happening. This is also the season of double portion. So that means your expectation needs to be elevated, right, um, um, because God is moving. Um, very specifically, the momentum has picked up, and there, he, as soon as you sow, you reap. So this is a season of double portion as well. Um, so let's get right into the Greek word for do. The word D-U-E is um, very specific. Well, I love this. Uh, one's own distinct or personal, it applies to an individual's um, distinct, specific, or personal time, opportunity, moment, which means that this is your own distinct personal season. A due season is not a corporate blessing. It is not a reigning on the just as well as the unjust situation. This is a cor- Individual, personal, distinct season. So, this means that God is doing what God is doing for you specifically is not necessarily what He is doing for your neighbor. When He's making reference to due season, He's not speaking corporately, He's specifically speaking to an individual whose due season has arrived. The word season here means a suitable time or an opportune moment where you can take advantage of things coming to a head, which means that whatever uh, uh, God promised you in your personal journey, as you have submitted and committed yourself to sow unto the Spirit, uh, how do we sow unto the Spirit, right? Um, When we uh, humility and submitting to God, Uh, Also, we we know that prayer and fasting um, is a way to sow into the spirit, but also um, when you're doing the good works, uh, also when you're being a blessing to your neighbor, also when you're swearing to your own hurt and change, not also when you're standing still and um, allowing the salvation of the Lord to enter in any thing that you are um, doing where you're not feeding your flesh, but you're allowing the word of God to work in your life, you sow unto the spirit. In any given situation where you have the choice either to take matters into your own hands or to trust God and apply his word in that situation, you are sowing to the spirit. So this means that whatever God promised you in your personal journey as you have submitted and committed yourself to sow unto the spirit and making sure your spirit is rightly aligned with the word of God and his plan for your life. Let's not be weary in sowing unto the spirit. See, we don't hear this particular verse of scripture in this way um, because sowing unto the spirit is an inside work that eventually shows up on the outside and sometimes it could seem as though there's no benefit because we know that when god is doing a work on the inside um, of course you cannot see it right away with a natural eye it eventually does show because you'll see your character being strengthened and you'll grow in your faith and you'll grow um in your in uh, your spirit man grows and becomes stronger But, of course, that starts on the inside and then works its way on the outside. In the meantime, um, uh, it doesn't seem to have a benefit as you're going through this process, but it only seems that way to the outer man or to the flesh, of course, which is corrupt. We know that the flesh wants to be satisfied right away. Um, So, of course, your flesh is going to tell you that there's no benefit. But we know that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent. So be encouraged because your personal, distinct, and opportune moment is promised and sure. If God said it, he's going to do it. If he spoke it, he will bring it to pass. And the things that challenge you, um, which could be your storm, a trial, a period of waiting or a holding pattern that the Lord may have you in until until your due season um, comes, uh, um, those things um, will come to a head. So whatever you um, are in, uh, whatever situation, if there's a fiery trial, um, if, if there's a trial about uh, water, which means that there's a situation that may seem to be overwhelming to you, whatever those things are, um, that buffet you uh, and that cause you actually to push you closer to God or push you on your faith um, to, uh, to challenge your posture to prayer. Remember, these things are coming to a head, so you can go ahead and begin to rejoice right there um, and celebrate right there that it is coming to a head. It's not always going to be this way. It too shall pass. It came to pass. It is definitely coming to a head as your due season approaches. So until it does, don't be discouraged or disheartened. Your due season is here. So I'm speaking prophetically and I'm uh, standing on it. Your due season is here. This thing is changing. This thing is transitioning. This thing is turning around for your favor. Your due season is here. Once again, we at Ignite are here to encourage you um, and to get you stirred up. So that's going to be your mantra today, my due season is here, right? So be consistent in your faith and do not discount your present situation, right, because it doesn't look like what God promised. That's fine. It doesn't have to because why? My due season is here. And so let's move quickly to the next verse of Scripture, that the Lord gave me um, that paints the picture of what your due season looks like. Again, to someone on this call and even to those on the replay, this is what happens when due season arrives. This is, um, we're going to read from Acts, uh, the 12th chapter, 13th through the 16th verses, once again in the amplified version. This paints the picture of what due season looks like when it arrives. So Acts 12, 13 through 16. When he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Recognizing Peter's voice, in her joy, she failed to open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing in front of the gateway. They said to her, you are out of your mind, but she kept insisting that it was so. Then they began to say, it is his angel. But meanwhile, Peter continued knocking. And when they opened the door and saw him, they were completely amazed. Another verse of scripture that we are very familiar with giving the account of of uh, Peter being in jail, and um, we know that the Lord miraculously um, uh, caused, uh, gave him his release from prison, and now he's standing at the door knocking. Okay, so here, what's happening here. In the time um, that this took place, remember the times were very hostile towards the church, towards this new church, and towards the saints. Peter had been thrown in jail for preaching the gospel, and uh, this is the same time Stephen had just been martyred. Um, and if you know the, the story of Stephen, Stephen was stoned um, for his uh, his work in, in preaching the gospel. So remember, this is the same. A prayer group had gathered at the house. This is the same prayer group that gathered to pray for Stephen. Um the same group that was praying for Peter had also been praying for Stephen. But, of course, we know that that prayer uh, seemingly went unanswered. We know it was the Lord that suffered for Stephen to be martyred and to go on home to be with the Lord. So now, okay, here they are praying for Peter's relief, but now they have some hesitation. Now um, their faith has been shaken. So they they really are not praying with expectation, and we're going to see that further down in Scripture. Um, Now because the the prayer, and this this happens to us, right? This happens to us sometimes when we experience what seems to be a failure in our life. Although we know that God is real, he's able to do it, um, and we know to pray concerning the things um, that we desire. But once we uh, experience what seems to be a failure or a setback, We pray, but without expectation and our faith, um, it also gets shaky in our prayer. So um, this was the same um, disposition that this group was in uh, that was praying for Peter's release, okay? Um, And, and again, sometimes this is what, what happens with us when we don't get the answer that we expect or the previous situation didn't work out in our favor. So we may have something on the altar, but then our expectation, the level of expectation is not as high or not as strong. So the saints called the prayer meeting for his release and the answer to the prayer now is knocking on the door. Um, so here we are <laughs> praying and praying and praying that things turn around, praying for our release, praying that God brings the situation to a head, and now the answer is knocking at the door. Due season is knocking at the door. The Bible says that only one person heard the knock, the servant girl Rhoda, which means Rhoda was out of everybody in that room, she was the only one in a position to hear the knock, this is significant because we must be in a position to hear the knock. How do we do that, Sister Tasha? How do I position myself? How do I make sure my posture um, is appropriate or aligned so that when the even is here, I recognize it? How do I discern that this particular – number one, how do I hear the knock And how do I discern that this is the knock of the due season? How do we maintain a posture to discern when our due season has arrived? Now, this is where we apply the do not grow weary or become exhausted in our faith or faint in heart or spiritless in our expectation of God's move." Resist the urge to become frustrated. Because this puts us in the wrong attitude. Resist the the urge to speak negatively concerning that which you have on the altar. Resist the urge to become despondent or just depressed. Don't feed those natural things that come to your flesh when you are waiting on God to do something. But you have to encourage yourself in faith. Um, You have to strengthen your God kind of faith, which means that you need to apply your word. These days, sometimes um, I'm even writing down um, what I hear the Lord saying or when he makes a promise um, so that I can go back and refer to it to refresh that um, in my spirit, right, to keep my spirit of expectation at a certain level. Um, Because um, when the not comes, um, I want to be able to recognize that this is God's move, right um, So and I want to stay in the same, in the regular in the posture. So I'm praying um, but um, when we are in the wrong posture, we only hear doubt and we entertain fear of failure because of course we experienced it before. We lose hope and stop expecting it to happen. We stop pressing and stop praying, right So while we wait, and pray, keep your ear to the door. That means I'm praying with expectation that he's gonna answer. So as I pray, I'm watching for the signs and I'm listening for the knock, right? So change your position and press your ear to the door, expecting to hear your due season knocking any day now. So this is your word of encouragement. This is your sign. Today's prayer focus is your sign. That your due season is here. So now um, I'm continuing to to look to God to uh, open up this door or release this thing in my life, but with expectation. That's what having your ear to the door spiritually looks like. So here she heard and responded. She was a first responder because she was the only one who heard the knock. She heard and she saw him. So she responded when she heard it saw him, laid eyes on it, but was so excited she forgot to open the door and let him in. Another note there. Remember that your deceiving is coming in a way that it has never come before, so your expectations should be different. We're not looking for God to move the same way as he did before. So when it comes, do not hesitate to open. A lot of the times we don't receive it, receive well, when it doesn't look like what we expected, when it doesn't come in the manner that we expected. So when you lay eyes on it, when you hear the door knocking, when, when, the, when the confirmation is there, open up and receive. Open up and receive. So now the last point I want to make before we pray is that when she reported it to the others, they did not believe her and even criticized her and eventually became condescending and said it was his angel. Right here was the indication that they were praying, but without faith or expectation that God would answer, because they called. they said, oh, it's his angel. So why are you praying and you don't believe that the man is gonna be released? Right, oh, now it's his angel. So remember your decision. remember this, your decision is specific to you, not necessarily your neighbor, So don't get discouraged if those around you don't have the same response or are not receptive to your good news. This is not one of those God reigns on the unjust as well as the just type of season. God is releasing what he specifically promised to you. The scripture says he kept insisting that you standing on the face that he was at the door until they finally conceded and saw that it was true. Once again, um, be encouraged that this is your due season. Do not have an expectation that the people around you are going to respond the way you need to respond. So stand in faith and continue to believe. Don't grow weary in your well-doing, for you will receive if you faint not. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Like I said, I'm excited about this one because I know that it applies to me. My due season is here. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. God, we magnify you. Hallelujah. We thank you for your faithfulness to us, Lord God. We thank you that you watched over us as we rested. Hallelujah. And woke us up this morning, God, with our mind on you. Hallelujah. Our expectation, our level of expectation, Lord God, is at an all-time high because we know that our due season is here. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for being faithful to your promise, God, in your presence this morning. We submit ourselves, Lord God. We Our posture becomes low in your presence and so we humble ourselves in your presence, God, and we ask this morning that you would forgive us for any sin, anything that we have done or said that's outside of your will, your word, and your plan. Forgive us, oh God, creating us a clean heart, renewing us a light spirit. Lord God, wash us that we might be clean. Help us to be upright, strengthen us to be upright, Lord God, and worthy of this call, worthy of this move, oh God. So we are a people, God. This is our prayer, our constant prayer. We are a people who desire to do what you have called us to do, to be what you have caused us to be. But we know that we cannot do this without you. So, for this reason, this morning, oh God, we are looking to the hills from what cometh our help. We know that all of our help comes from you. God, we're standing in faith and expectation this morning. We thank God for our prayer focus. We thank you, Lord, for our prayer focus this morning, Father God, that our due season is here and our due season is knocking, oh, God. So, Lord, we pray this morning that you strengthen us not to grow weary in our well-doing, that we not grow weary in sowing unto the Spirit. Father God, strengthen us not to grow weary into continuing to do good. Strengthen us not to grow weary in our fasting and our praying and strengthen our relationship with you. Father God, strengthen us not to grow weary, Lord God, in applying your word. Strengthen us not to grow weary into standing still and watching your salvation. Strengthen us not to grow weary, Lord God, as we allow you to fight our battles and not take matters in our own hands as you strengthen our character and build up our faith, our most holy faith, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, and we ask right now, Lord God, but that you would give us the strength to continue to be steadfast, hallelujah, unmovable and always abounding. In the work of the Lord, strengthen us to be steadfast in our commitment, strengthen us to be steadfast in completing our assignments, strengthen us to be steadfast, Lord God, as we wait for due season to knock Lord God, to continue to, to work what you have put in our hands to do, always abounding in your work um, with the expectation, God, because we know that our labor in you is not in vain. Hallelujah. Strengthen us to continue to pray in faith with expectation in our ear to the door, listening for the knock of our due season. God, strengthen us in our faith with the expectation that every trial, storm, challenge, every attack, everything that came to buffet us, you are bringing it to a head that it will not always last, that it came to pass. We thank you for refreshing um, this assurance. We thank you for renewing this assurance, Lord God, that you are yet moving, that your promise is yet alive, and that it is here. Glory to God, Father God. We thank you for this. We thank you for uh, uh, bringing us to the place where we would experience what you said we would experience, that we would uh, know this move, Lord God, in our lives, that things would turn around in our favor in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you would put us ahead, out front, uh, and and ahead in the game this morning, oh God. We thank you right now, Lord God that one thing is ending and another is beginning in our lives. We thank you for the transition that you have blessed us with. Our due season is here. We rejoice, and we are glad this morning because our due season is here, and with that comes your promises and the good things that come from above. With our due season, come the many blessings with our due season, uh, promises answered. When, with our due season, Father God, comes resources, it comes networks, it comes with open doors, it comes with opportunities, holy God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, and let us be mature enough to up, to flow in the momentum that you have given us in this season, Father God, mature and strengthen us Father God, to be accountable and responsible for what you are giving us stewardship over because our due season is here. This morning we rejoice. Hallelujah. We glorify you. And we thank you for our due season being here. Glory to God. Thank you, holy God. And we understand, God, that our due season is going to allow us an overflow. God, that would assist us in blessing others. Glory to God, although our due season is specifically to us in receiving, we are still, glory to God, as the scripture says, required, Lord God, to do good to all the people, especially those of the household of faith. Glory to God, we are still taking the opportunities to to do good to all the people. Hallelujah, we do that, which promotes Not only um, the physical or the material, but their spiritual well-being, just like Ignite is doing, sowing with the word, sowing in prayer so that our spiritual well-being might be maintained. We are sowing unto the spirit, hallelujah, and being a blessing to those of the household of faith. And we glorify you and magnify you. We declare once again in Jesus' name that our due season is here, and we thank you for it, God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So we are grateful once again here at Availing Ministries Ignite prayer call. We are encouraged um, by today's focus. We encourage those. We um, ask that you also be encouraged, those who are on the phone now, and those who will be revisiting by the replay. Strengthen yourself and your faith. Allow your level of expectation to rise. Remind yourself that God is bringing things to a head, that it will not always be this way, and that your due season is here. God bless you, and have an amazing day.